today, if you are going to give a title to this teaching or to this word we are going to share, is be grateful. Everybody say be grateful. Be grateful. Last week we, we, we saw that um, one of the um, legacies that David left behind for us is, is the book of Psalms. And, and, and we are just going to look at one of those, one chapter in, in that book today. And it's chapter 100. Psalm 100. And we're going to read, there are just five verses. We're going to read from verse 1 to 5. The word of God says, Psalm 100, verse 1 to 5. The word of God says, Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with what? Gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Acknowledge. Everybody say acknowledge. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us. And we are his. We are his people. The sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Why? For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever. And his faithfulness continues to each generation. Praise the name of the Lord. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever and ever and ever. The story is told of a man that always buys um, his father a, a very, very unique gift every Father's Day. Because, of course, as we teach this church, you have to honor your parents. Praise the name of the Lord. So, on Father's Day, this man always gets his father's unique gifts. Some quite expensive, some not as expensive, but, you know, always unique. So, this particular year, the, 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 the man got his father this um, Mexican, well, the bird was, was trained in Mexico. But the bird can speak five languages. That must be a parrot. <laughs> but the story didn't say if it was a parrot or not. But the bird can, 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 can speak five languages and the bird can sing Amazing Grace I'll sweet the sound I'll sing the wretch like me. So the, 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 the boy you know, paid $10,000 for the bird and you know, sent the bird to the father. And after a while, the, the son called the father and, and said, oh, how was the gift? Did you, did you like the gift? And the father said, oh, yes, it was delicious. <laughs> the father roasted The bird. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. You see, and you see, many of us, that's how we respond to God. The first 
step in thanksgiving is to acknowledge God for who he is. The, the, the word of God says that we read, acknowledge that he is who is God. The first step to gratitude, to be grateful, is what? Acknowledgement. That is the foundation of gratitude. Verse, verse 3 says, acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. We are the people, his people and the sheep of his pasture. You see, if you don't know and acknowledge God for who he is, you will try and use God for what you think he should be. If you don't acknowledge God for who he is, you try and use God for, for, to meet your own and to get to your own end, if you will. If you don't acknowledge God for who he is, you will think God is your houseboy. Go and get me a husband. Go and get me a wife. Go and get me a new car. Go and get me a... And if he doesn't respond, you get angry. The same way you get angry with your house, house help. Have you, can't you hear me? I thought they said you are God. Praise the name of God. <laughs> and you see, it, it's a problem for a lot of people. Why? Because like that man, he saw the bird and question, can God answer prayers? Of course he does. Unto him that answers prayer shall all flesh come. The bird, can it be roasted? Will it be sweet? But is that the purpose of the bird? Praise the name of the Lord. And, and some people erroneously think, you see, and if, 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 that they are self-made. Some people think they are self-made. I, you see, they don't acknowledge God. They don't acknowledge God because they think, I, I work hard for my money. God is for the lazy. I was reading this popular poem in Victor's. You've heard about the Victor's. Victor's is a poem written way, way back. In Latin, it means the unconquered, unconquered. The last stanza of that poem, it says that even if he stands by the gate of hell and the fire is burning, he will say, I am my own man. And I made myself. I say, yeah, I wish they would show us that guy's picture <laughs> when he stands before the gates of hell, if he, if he doesn't make it to hell. We deceive ourselves that it's because we, we have two degrees. We deceive ourselves that it's, it's because we work very hard. Yes, it's good to work hard. But you see, except the Lord builds, they labor in vain. Except the Lord watches the city. The watchman wicked, but in vain. Read autobiographies of a lot of people, and it says, Oh, I'm a self made millionaire. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. Why? Because if you check every of such people's lives, if they will be truthful, there's always a turning point that came. That had nothing to do with them. In fact, they call it luck. In fact, they call it seizing the opportunities. Being at the right place at the right time. Who brings the opportunity? God. 
God. Acknowledge. Everybody say acknowledge. Acknowledge. Before you enter his gates with thanksgiving, acknowledge that he's God. We are approaching, I mean, um, a season, a solemn season of focusing on God, of fasting and prayer, as we have been saying. As we approach this season of fasting, we are approaching it acknowledging that we are coming to meet with who? With God. With God. And, and what are we really to acknowledge? Can, can we really break this down? Yes. What are we to acknowledge? What to acknowledge? Number one, verse three. Acknowledge that he is who? He is God. And that is so profound. Acknowledge that he is God. Everyone that comes to God must believe that he is, he is who? God. He is God. Acknowledge that he is God. That means God is God and I am not. Praise the name of the Lord. God is God and I am not. Yesterday, um, Pastor Richard and his wife was in my house with their baby. That's going to be dedicated today. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> and, and I have, I, I had like stiff neck, painful stuff. And I said to them that, ah, pain is no good. And Richard came and helped me massage it. And, and they said that, ah, Pastor, people must not know that you feel pain like this. I said, why? <laughs> Because when it was my country, it was paining me. And I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, why? Am I God? God is God. And I am not. That's if, that's, you see, if you, if you want to set yourself free from high blood pressure, <laughs> you must know that God is and I am uh, I'm not. <laughs> Don't kill yourself trying to play God. No. No, 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 no. Acknowledge that he is, he is God. He is God. So the same way you pray for healing, I had to pray for healing. Otherwise, I would not be standing, rolling my neck in front of you today. Praise the Lord. The same way you received healing, I had to receive healing. First thing, you have to acknowledge. The second thing you and I have to acknowledge is that he made us. The next thing says that the Lord is God. And number two, we have to acknowledge that God made us. God made us. How did he make us? He made us in his own image. After his similitude, after his likeness. So which means that I cannot be ugly. It's impossible because if God's works are beautiful, if the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows forth his handiwork, and they are awesome, and he made me, I'm awesome. Praise the name of the Lord. 
Say after me, I'm awesome. awesome. Some people can't really get that in. Because there's a lot of struggle. One day God said to me, I think I've said it before. God said to me, I was driving. said to me, Femi, there's no one like you. I said, I reject that in Jesus' name. It's only Jesus that there's no one like you. Because I didn't, you know, <laughs> you have to be careful when you think God is talking to you. Because so I said, no, no, there's only Jesus that there's no one like Jesus. says, there's no one like you. I'm like, wow. So I thought about it. I said, there's no one like me, really. No one has the same fingerprints. Even the iris of my eyes, nobody else on the earth has it. Even scientists say that our heartbeats are unique. There's no two heartbeats that are the same. And as I would say jokingly, some people's heartbeat is do, okay? Do. That's what people's heartbeat is do, 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 do. Different patterns. Imagine the different permutations, you know, and arrangements. He made us. He made us. You should never feel inferior to anybody again in your life. Never. Never. Praise the name of the Lord. Because he made me. Why am I able to stand before anybody and talk to anybody on earth? I'm not afraid of anybody. Why am I able to do that? Because of two things. I know God made me. Then I also know God made him. <laughs> My grandmother will say, Inyuelerara. How can you be afraid of? Inyuelerara means a human. <laughs> Flesh and blood. How can you be afraid? You are going for an interview. You need to see someone. And your heart, why should you be afraid? When he made you, and he made him, praise the name of the Lord, acknowledge. You see, if you, if you are really grateful, as we will see, let me get ahead of myself. Acknowledge that he is God. Acknowledge that he what? He made us. Then the thought in that scripture that we need to acknowledge is what? He did not, he's not only God, he did not only make us, he owns us. <laughs> we are his. Now you say, does that not go, is, is that not inferred if he makes us? No. No. I have a car. The car was made by care. But the car does not belong to care today. It belongs to me. Praise the name of the Lord. If they come and they say it's their car, what will I do? I'll sue them. I'll collect more cars. <laughs> the fact that they made the car does not mean the car is theirs. We are his. He bought us. He did not only make us and have a right to us. He, when, when, when we were sold by Adam, by, to, to, to Satan, Jesus came and bought us with his blood. Praise the name of the Lord. 
So we belong to him because he paid for us. If you're clapping, I mean, that's a good place to clap for Jesus. Oh, Jesus, thank you for saving me. Thank you for buying me back. Praise the Lord. Like I said, it's like a car maker. He's made the car. For some reason, he lost control and ownership of the car. And now wants to buy. But he has to buy it back. Otherwise, the car does not belong to him. Jesus had to die for you and I. And redeem us. That's what redemption means. To buy back. Otherwise, we will still have belonged to Satan. That's why, no matter how good you are, if you don't know Jesus, you've not accepted Christ, you belong to Satan. I'm sorry. And he can roast you whenever he wants to. But guess what? Jesus has paid the price for you. (laughs) So you can walk out today out of darkness into the light of Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. For he is God. For he made us. And we are his. His people. The sheep of his pasture. What else should we acknowledge? The next thing, that's number... Is... He's not only God. He didn't only make us. He doesn't only own us. He's good. Verse 5. <laughs> you know, that's very profound. You can own something, and the fact that you own that thing, you can be mean. But God is not mean. God is good. Everyone say, God is good. God is good. All the time. He is good. The Lord is good. So I can approach God knowing that I'm, I'm approaching a good God. I can come to God knowing that I'm, I'm coming to the presence of a good God that made me and owns me and is God. Then the fifth thing we need to acknowledge. There are more, but we'll start with five. Is not only acknowledge that he's God. We should not only acknowledge that he made us. We should not only acknowledge that we, we, he owns us. We should only acknowledge that he is good. We should also acknowledge that his goodness does not expire. It's, it's good from generation to generation. You see, some people, their goodness to you expires. People like you. After a while, they don't like you again. Even people that are married, they fall in love, they like each other. Then after a while, they say, I don't like you again. Let's divorce. But not Jesus. He's good forever. 
His goodness does not expire. His goodness does not expire. Come before him. Then, with thanksgiving. After you have acknowledged, you see, it just changes a whole lot of things. Then come with praise. You can't really thank him if you don't acknowledge that he's God. That he made you. Now, if you acknowledge that he made you, will you be posing in his presence? Is it possible? You, God made you and they are singing, and you're like, I mean, come on. You've not acknowledged that he owns you. <laughs> if, 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 if they are singing, and everybody is, you know, I got me, hallelujah, hallelujah, <laughs> and 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 you are and you are comfortable and you think what is wrong with these people? Why are they so exuberant? Why what why why are they so childish? David said, I will yet be childish before God, the God that chose me before your father's house. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Acknowledge that he is God. Acknowledge that he made us. Acknowledge that he owns us. Number four, acknowledge that he is, he is good. And number five, acknowledge that his goodness does not expire. He's not dependent on how I feel. God is good all the time. Not God is good when I wake up on the right side of the bed. Not God is good when I'm in a good mood. God's goodness is reliable. Reliable. Then, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving begins to make sense. Begins to make sense when you have acknowledged. There are three things I just want to talk about thanksgiving. And we'll close. The first thing we need to know about Thanksgiving is that you cannot be peaceful if you are not thankful. You cannot be peaceful if you are not thankful. If you find out that there's turmoil in your heart, if you find out that there's consistent storm, check your gratitude. Because worry and gratitude don't live together. They can't. It's like light and darkness. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. Colossians 3, 15. says, And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your heart. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and 
always be what? Thankful. Peace and gratitude go together. That's why it's a good culture that I mean we adopted in this church. To set aside a Sunday every month just to say thank you to God. Just to say thank you. Just to say thank you. Think about what God has done. Think about that you're still even standing. Really? Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. And peaceful people are grateful regardless of, of, of what they see with their eyes. Why? Because they know God is good. How often? All the time. It doesn't matter what my feelings say. It doesn't matter what the people I do see. Lord, you are so good. You're exalted. You're the Lord most high. Praise the name of the Lord. Peaceful people are, are, are grateful consistently. I mean, the story is told of um, a, an itinerant minister, like an evangelist that goes from church to church to preach. And back in the day in the U.S., when an itinerant minister or guest pastor comes to preach in a church, they collect an offering for that pastor. And that is what he gets as his honorarium. Now, it was a small church and this man of God came and talked powerfully about Thanksgiving, about being peaceful, regardless of what comes, then it was time to take his offering. And he used, they used his heart, the pastor's heart, to collect the offering. <laughs> so, <laughs> amazing. So, they passed the, the plate, which was his heart, around. And the people in that church were very mean. They said, this man, he's talking, you should show him. So they danced, all of them danced and danced and danced and danced. The, the, offering, the pastor's heart went rah, 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 and came back and he looked at it. It was empty. And they were watching. They wanted to see <laughs> what will happen. The pastor cleared his throat. <clears throat> Say, Father, I thank you that at least I got my heart back. <laughs> Mean people will have fapped it. <laughs> they will have stolen it. <laughs> Thank you, at least I got my heart back. Gratitude and peace go together. Whenever you find out you are in turmoil, check. You've changed your focus from God and being grateful to God. Second thing we need to know about gratitude is that silent gratitude is of no value to anybody. I've said this before. I've said it again. Silent, silent gratitude is of no value to anybody. In fact, silent gratitude is ingratitude. It's ingratitude. Psalm 100 verse 1 and 2 that we read. It says, shout with joy to the Lord. Do what? Shout. All the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him, how? Singing with joy. 
Verbalize your gratitude. Verbalize your gratitude. A mother wants to teach his son a vital lesson because every time the son eats and all that, the mom will say, you've not said thank you. You've not said thank you. The mom wanted the son to always say thank you when he eats so that he doesn't take it for granted. And the boy will say, but why do I have to say thank you? My thank you is invisible, mom, but it's there. And the mom got frustrated trying to teach this boy how to say thank you. And finally, she got an idea. She brought the silverware. Everybody was seated. Everybody was, you know, wants to eat. And the boy opened the dish to dish the food. And it was empty. And he was confused. And the mom looked normal. And the mom said, ah, you should bring this place. Bring this. And the mom put, it was doing like this putting the food there, and gave the boy. I was like, mom, there's nothing here. He says, it's invisible food. <laughs> For invisible gratitude. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. We have to verbalize. If you are married, you can't say thank you to your wife or to your husband. Something is wrong with you. You have to learn to say thank you. Say, but but it's my right. Who says it is your right? Have you not heard how many wives don't do that? How many husbands don't do it? Who says it's your right? Praise the Lord. Thank you. Everyone say thank you, Jesus. We have to verbalize it. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. Hebrews 13. Hebrews 13, 15. The word of God says in Hebrews 13, 15. I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. It says, by him, by Christ, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, which is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. The fruit of our lips. In Hebrew, the word gratitude is a word called odah. And it means... It's the same thing as confession. It's the same word as confession. So gratitude is to confess dependence, to acknowledge that others have the power to benefit you. To admit that your life is better because of the efforts of others. There was this, this great man that had this picture of a, of a turtle on a fence in his office. That's all. A turtle on a fence. And put a picture there. And the guy is very wealthy, great guy. And they asked him, why this picture? He says he needs to put the picture there. Because every time he looks at the turtle, he knows the turtle did not get on top of the fence by itself. That there are people around me that God has put in my life that had value to my life. So I have to be grateful. So he keeps it consistently in front of him. Praise the name of the Lord. The third thing I want to share about gratitude is that you can't be all you are made to be without being grateful. You cannot fulfill your destiny, in other words, if you are not grateful. So this gratitude thing is very important. Why? Why? Because your environment determines what grows in you and what dies in you. It's your environment that determines what grows in you and what what 
and what dies in you. It's your environment that determines it. That determines what grows in you and what dies in you. This flower, isn't it beautiful? Right? It's real. Is it artificial? It's real, right? Good. Now, this is not the environment of this flower. This is just for our own beautification purposes. If you leave this flower here for another 12 hours, what will happen? It will die. Because it is not in its environment. But if you leave it in its environment, it can be there for its whole lifestyle. If you put a corn, a grain of corn, on top of your fridge, and you check it 10 years' time, it is still there, a grain of corn. But if we put that same grain of corn in fertile soil, what will happen? It grows. So, you are, your life is a seed. Where your life is planted determines what grows in you and what dies in you. And Psalm 100 verse 4 says, Enter his gates with what? Thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. In other words, access his presence with thanksgiving. It is God's presence. God's presence is the greatest environment for your potential to blossom. It's in God's presence. And to access this presence of God, you need what? Gratitude. You need gratitude. I say to people, there's really nothing like a super strong Christian and a super weak Christian. They say, why, why do you say that? But some people are stronger than the others. Some people stand and some people fall and some people don't even seem to be able to follow Jesus. I say it's simple. Check the environment they create around themselves. Every Christian that surrounds himself with filth, that surrounds himself with Bad influences. What will happen? Person goes down. Function of time. But every Christian that surrounds themselves with light, that surrounds themselves with worship, that surrounds themselves with good influence, what happens? Goes up. Goes up. Come on, adage. Show me your friends. And I will tell you who you are. And if you are not that person yet, I will tell you who you, who you will be. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Your environment. And God doesn't just love you. God likes you. And that's, there's a huge difference. God doesn't just love you. He likes you. Which means God wants to keep company with you. He, he, he loves your company. He wants to hang out with you. God wants to hang out with me. Yes. And it is in his presence that my best comes out. Praise the Lord. It is in God's presence that my best comes out. Everybody has a king and a fool inside them. The environment you create will determine which one will manifest. If you create the palace, where we manifest the king. And the presence of the king of kings, it is the king that continues to manifest. So we, we, we go through so much pain as people, asking other people to be what only God can be. We, we go through so much pain, 
looking to our friends to be what only God can be. We go through so much disappointment looking to, to our, 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 our peers, our, our colleagues to be who only God can be. Looking to our spouses to be who only God can be. Praise the name of the Lord. God wants you and I to abide in his presence. Why? Because he loves us. He loves us. But like we said, gratitude begins with what? Acknowledging. Acknowledging God. You are God. And acknowledge that he's not only God, he made you. He did not only make you, he owns you. If he doesn't own you, I pray that he will own you today. Because you surrender your, your life to him. It's not only God that has made you and owns you. He is a good God. He's a good God. And it's not only God that has made you and owns you. And is a good God. His goodness does not expire. His goodness endures. And today we are going to thank God. We are going to dance before God. And you watch out for people that... That will be posing. Posing in his presence. And all that stuff. But before then, I want to pray with you. If you are here, you are saying, God is God. He made me. But I do my own things, so I can't say this God owns me. I run my own agenda. I'm not submitted to him. I'm not surrendered to him. I want to pray with you wherever you are. You don't need to come forward as I I say, but I I need to know you are there. I want to pray with you wherever you are seated. I want to surrender to this God. Let's burn our hearts as we burn our heads. As we dress up, let's meditate and think about the things we have heard. You are here, you are saying, that is me. I'm far from God. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to pray with you wherever you are. On the internet, in the auditorium, at the gallery, put up your hand now over your head. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's face, and sin has plunged me. If you have the card, have mercy upon me. Have mercy upon me.
heaven, we pray for everyone that has lifted up their hands, have surrendered to you, Lord Jesus. They've cried to you. Lord, we ask that you have mercy upon them in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, cleanse these words, Lord. Reveal yourself to them. Change their lives the way that only you can. And let your name and your name alone be glorified. Honor and glory we give unto you, Father. Honor and glory we give unto you. The rest of us, I want us to just acknowledge God. I know, I know as the sermon has went on, I, I know we, we're making a lot of adjustments in our hearts and we are, you know, but I want you to verbalize it now and say, Lord, I acknowledge you as God. I acknowledge you, Lord, as my maker. I acknowledge you as my owner. I acknowledge you that you are good. I acknowledge today that your goodness does not expire. I acknowledge you, Lord. And I say thank you. 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 Oh, Father, we thank you. Oh, Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus.